Welcome to Eventful, the podcast for meeting professionals. I'm your host, Lauren Edelstein with North Star Meetings Group. Eventful, the podcast, is our way of inviting you to join some of the interesting conversations we have with people in our business about topics that really should be on your radar. I look forward to hearing what you think, and please be sure to subscribe. Event security in general, and gun violence in particular, are important if controversial topics for meeting and event planners. During the Global Business Travel Association's annual convention this summer in Chicago, I had the chance to talk about recent events and ongoing concerns with Bruce McIndoe, the founder and president of the global security firm World Aware. Please join me for this important episode of Eventful, the podcast for meeting professionals. Hello, Bruce. Welcome to Eventful. I'm glad we have a chance to sit and talk here. Um, Bruce McIndoe is the president and founder of WorldWare, which was previously iJet. Is it a name change with World Aware, or did you combine? So we did about uh, five different acquisitions over the last couple of years, and mass notification, and um, other areas as far as threat intelligence and those kinds of things. And we decided we really needed to get a name that kind of reflected more about the business and who we're serving. That makes sense. Good. Hold on. (laughs) So obviously risk management is a very important and heated topic right now and we're just coming off to shootings in the US um, this week and it's really top of mind. Mm-hmm. Let's start from the perspective of the meeting planner in just choosing where to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we see here in the US based on where these incidents have occurred that you can be anywhere essentially. Sure, right. What would you advise a meeting professional initially in choosing where to hold a large event. Yeah, I think you mentioned the word risk management, and that's a very broad term for a meeting planner. So always a meeting planner should be looking at what are the requirements for that meeting and the locations that matter for that meeting, right? So whether it's where people will be traveling in from, maybe they want to optimize that, or maybe they want to have some exciting destination for the top 100 club or whatever. So those should be the first things, obviously, that they have to think about. Then once they have choices about where to go, then it's one of the venue, and now there has to be what kind of capabilities do they have around health, number one, and security number two. Those have to now be factored in to the whole process. So when you're looking at Aruba versus Trinidad Tobago or something, you now have to say, how capable is this, you know, meeting and conventions bureau or whatever in satisfying the needs that I would have around personal health and safety. Okay. So, so you're looking at infrastructure in terms of nearby hospitals Correct. and emergency and the effect, services. And, and the effect, effectiveness of that security force to support your event and be able to respond in a timely manner. If you look at what's happened in a number of these events, is, is they've largely not gotten out of control because right. of the capability of the local force, not anything the meeting planners have done, right? Right, right. They, they just, you know, there happened to be in a destination where the response time was very quick. Right, or, or in both cases had armed 
guards on site. Okay. Right. So that's how you respond in 30 to 45 seconds right. to a shooter. Somebody is there. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. right. Absolutely. That leads into the responsibility for providing the security or having it close by for your event. Yeah, exactly. So if you go to a place that doesn't have those support services, then you either need to deliver them yourself by hiring contract guards and or you know, emergency medical station, whatever it may be, to mitigate that risk so that you can hold your event in that location, or you pick a different location. Right. Those are your choices, but you can't ignore it anymore. Right. What are you hearing the concerns and how are you advising clients who have like a, a large outdoor venue? So we have one uh, here, the Lollapalooza, and when you have a major event like this, there's you know huge challenges, but the level of focus on the kinds of threats that are going on are increasing for these large outdoor events where they're saying, you know, we need to one, step up the public presence of police and those kinds of activities, but we also have to do more surveillance and, and, and management within the meeting itself or the festival in this case. These kinds of festivals are stepping up more and more on doing social media monitoring. So for example, we have teams that will actually monitor Instagram and Twitter and all that and look for negative, disparaging, or rapid response where someone say, hey, somebody just jumped over this fence, or this guy, or somebody just bre broke through this you know, area or whatever, or this, and you can see that on social media, pick up, relay it to the guard force so that they can go and figure out what's going on, right? So that's a very common capability now that's out there, and there's half a dozen companies that will provide the, that social media monitoring, we call threat monitoring what? service. Yeah. So they're looking at the hashtag for the event itself, um, or so, maybe the destination. So it's well, it's the geospatially. So kind of what's the traffic going on in and around the festival, right. and then of course the hashtags of the festival is kind of the easy, but it tends to be more what's happening in that locale that might a potential issue for the venue because a lot of times in the case here in Chicago we've had issues outside of the festival because people are coming and going in droves and you know get into fights and those kinds of things right? I was walking through the streets actually <laughs> got out of a car because the traffic was moving into snail space yeah. and it was faster to, to walk to walk <laughs> exactly. and we had a, a, a little scuffle just near the hotel where I am uh, it looked like it was an internal issue, but you know, there was pushing and shoving and cussing and just, you know, you can be caught up in something just like that. So, yeah. sure. What else would you advise, just given the, the current environment and, you know, the heightened concern to either meeting attendees mm -hmm. or, or meeting planners? I think the biggest thing that we see in most meeting planners that are doing these kinds of um, meetings and, and festivals are getting very smart about communicating to the attendees that are coming about what's allowed and what's not allowed, right, to be even be brought on-prem and managing that and, and doing it in a, in a forceful but reasonable way. We had a festival dealing with the major rock band, right, a big reunion concert, and they were selling merchandise outside of the venue but then when people bought the merchandise and came to the gates to go through the security check, the security people told them they couldn't bring that in. Oh. Now you talk about pissing off some yeah. people, that pissed off a lot of people. Right. 
And so I talked to the, you know, the people that were managing. I said, look, you've got to put a stop to this. You've got to figure out a way either shut down the merch or figure out how to code that and so that they can bring it into this venue or you're going to have a lot of, and how we saw that was people complaining on Twitter. Oh. If you want to know what people think about your event, go listen to Twitter. And I know one of the sessions here where, here at GBTA is going, to, is going to touch on insurance and, and really the responsibility mm-hmm. of, of the meeting planner or the meeting host to have the proper insurance insurance as i always say that's economic protection for the uh, people responsible it's not really helping in the sense of being proactive and protecting the the staff and the the attendees well at the end of the day when somebody has to write a big check who's going to write it and obviously that's that risk is transferred to the insurer Right. right but what the insurance can do and precious few people actually probably read the policies but there's a lot of things in those policies that define what are the exclusions? Mm-hmm. What are the activities that they're not going to cover? And it may be a great idea to go out and do team building thing on high ropes and bungee jumping or whatever. And then you find out that that's not a covered activity. Things as simple as these little scooters that are running around. So these are the kind of things that those policies can help shape what you're doing and at least put some boundaries on some things. But the more important, you know, the meeting planner has to kind of open up their blinders and think more about, it's almost like being you know, Mr. or Mrs. Doomsday. It's like, okay, what could go wrong? Right. You know, let me think through this, right? right. And, um, and how, would I, how would we handle that? Yeah. So. And I remember from years ago talking about this kind of thing, <laughs> like how you, how you inspect a site like a meeting planner and it's yeah. something like, you know, walking through the outdoor area where you're going to have your closing reception by the pool mm-hmm. and there's a staircase and you're serving alcohol and are there lights on the staircase? Right. I mean, it's those kind of things. Or barrier, right? Right. Because that, so that's yeah. funny you'd mention that because I was at a, an event in the spring down in the Dominican Republic. Okay. They had a similar situation where it was an unrailed step down there was a one step in this particular case and they had the an event on that grounds on the upper level and I mentioned to the meeting people I said hey look I'm just going to tell you that this is not a good idea you really should have a couple of people kind of want watch and if people are backing up or whatever can go and tell them to be careful I thought okay I did my deed right so I went about the whole thing all of a sudden I hear you know, and I look over, and this woman had fallen down and broken her arm, and she couldn't get up. And then, you know, they had to get the EMS people in, and they wheeled her off in a stretcher. It's a very disconcerting thing right. because she backed up and fell down that right. one step. And I think a lot of meeting planners are pretty good at, at it, but sometimes they just don't right. think you know or don't act maybe and what are the other things that in your mind that you look for what are things like that that people might tend to miss trips falls anything that is higher than the attendees that could potentially come down right because you know what we do have earthquakes and stuff you know not very frequent we were at a GBTA in San Diego not too many years ago right. and had a and and what happened you know stuff that was up there that wasn't tied down on the exhibit floor fell because you know it shook off sometimes just putting signage up that says don't do something you know also you have to you have to empower your staff to also be safety pups and right you know, say, hey, you know, I had the situation in the in the airport coming here. I was in Bita Airport. 
and the line for Chick-fil-A was out into the concourse thing. And I just came up to people because I saw that everyone was trying to like work around them, yeah. and you know, you started getting this whole. And I said, "Hey guys, you know, could you like move over this way?" And they're all looking at me like I have three heads. And I and I, so then I said, "Please, can you move the line over here now?" Right. Yeah. So when I took an authoritative voice, then they all moved over and lined up along the wall. You know, but it was causing a, you know, a situation where you were having traffic building up and we could have had other problems, right? And even so. that, like the buildup of traffic, and we were just talking mm-hmm. about Lollapalooza mm-hmm. and that some people were talking about the threat of being trampled in a situation like that. Yes. You know, when there's a crowd, mm-hmm. you need to think about the flow of the group. Like, So the trampling going? thing, you know, and you mentioned this, and well, the situation is, and it's true for any time you have a mass gathering, is it's not so much trampling during the event, you know. Right. It's when people get scared and then start moving as a as a herd, right? And that's when, and the you know, and unfortunately, the older, you know, disabled, younger people that don't necessarily kind of keep up, they're the ones that fall to the wayside. And and so for these kinds of things, I always tell people. Anytime you're in that situation, move to the nearest obstacle, right? And then the crowds will flow around them. So a wall or or a, 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 a like a piling or whatever that you can kind of get near or behind, so that you're not in that flow of traffic. Because the reality is, you're more likely to get hurt or killed, as we see, oh, because of getting trampled by a crowd that's just like getting the hell out of there, than you are whatever's causing the issue and in many cases and you see them all the time that you know these are noises where somebody's yelled shooter or whatever and people heard the bang bang and like oh i'm out of here it's just like being in an airplane if there was one emergency door it'd be great if you had like 15 30 minutes to load people off but there's six because you got to do it in two or three minutes you know so it's the same kind of thing that when you're thinking about your venue and how you're setting up say you know, how are we going to get out of here? Now, a lot of the venues that you're in, the safety people know that you have to have within 100 feet, you know, portals right. and that kind of stuff. Right. But there's, like in this room, we have all this equipment set up blocking all but one exit in the rear here. But they have at least, at least it's clear. But then there's all this AV equipment sitting right there. So it's kind of restricted. So if everybody in this room had to get out that door quickly, right. it would be pretty ugly. Back to the topic of risk management and mm-hmm. security. There was a time when meeting planners, travel managers, corporations didn't have the budget for that and mm-hmm. didn't see it as something that they really needed to budget for right are you seeing that change again it's a it's it's a risk profile of both the organization and the location where you're holding your meeting right you know if you have you know what we'll call publicly exposed persons right you know that have high profiles and if they may have a mixed profile that can attract issues to your meeting whereas if you're kind of under the radar and it's no big deal you know no real attractiveness then you have a lower threat profile so so that's the first thing to understand is what is the risk profile of that particular meeting or or event right so that's number one then figuring out what do I do about it 
the fact that more meeting planners now are looking at the first step, which is what is the risk profile of my meeting or event, is the is the mega change in the industry that I've seen over the last you know five years. Whereas they kind of talked about it, but didn't really really was no kind of accountability. And then once they have that risk assessment and say, here's why we need to spend money, then the management that is, that's responsible for approving that money now kind of has irrefutable data that says, okay, we, we better, because if, if we don't, now we're kind of negligent and you know, right. let's not do that. Right. So let's, let's figure that out. that gets into the great phrase, duty of care. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that all plays into the responsibility of what should you do, understanding that there right. is an inherent risk. Yeah, and duty of care is one that's both you know, tort law, so legal concern, as well as the reputation of the organization that's either sponsoring or putting, or both putting on and sponsoring the, the, the meeting to say, you know, it's our job to take care of the people that are attending this meeting and right. make sure we're not, you know, creating a situation. Or if we do, how can we best respond to safe save lives? Right. Because it will be the name that people remember, you know. Right. I mean, we're seeing and we've written about that Destinations International, mm -hmm. which is the organization that sure. represents the CBBs, mm -hmm. has come out and said that the responsibility of the destination marketing organization is really to make their city a better place to live and be. Mm -hmm. You know, because if it's safer, cleaner, if there's less homelessness, if, mm -hmm. if people feel more comfortable there, if people can earn a good living, mm -hmm. then it's a better place for meetings and visitors as well. But you need to start with what is the infrastructure there and what is the security and what are the problems and just address the problems. So it's kind of a different focus. It, 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 the case in point is in my backyard is Baltimore. You know, it's been in the news right. lately and you know they have a convention center there and they've got beautiful inner harbor and those kind of things and people like to have kind of medium-sized meetings there used to uh, because people like that kind of the general area but the reality is that that crime is kind of encroached right on the perimeter of, of what traditionally was quote-unquote safe when you start getting complaints about purse robberies and snatches and you know muggings and those kinds of things you say that's it for Baltimore take it elsewhere. I mean, Otakon used to be a big um, anime convention that used to be in Baltimore for years and years and years. I don't know all the reasons, but the bottom line is they're in D.C. now, not Baltimore, right? Yeah. So I'm sure that there's some contributory part of that decision process. Yeah. It used to be wonderful to see all, you know, running around in costumes all over the city, right. but... It does, yeah. it does make an impact. I mean, we, Absolutely. One of, one of our events, a guy was was mugged by police. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, you know, I wouldn't want to have another event there. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, because... Exactly. Right, yeah. you don't want to have to worry about calling the authorities. <laughs> you want to continue right. year over year. And that's and, the buzz, especially right. with social media. Exactly. Something happens and suddenly thousands upon thousands of people know about mm -hmm. it, um, especially if it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> See, the bigger players being more conscious around being on social media, monitoring it, responding to it, and saying, you know, if somebody's complaining, like for example, this merchandise thing being outside, and the, you know, that they can inject and say, we're looking into it, we're going to come up, you know, and can proactively right. kind of spin it down. 
and, yes. be, and turn it into a positive versus just lingering out there right. is, uh, is something that you know, meetings can do. Right. Yeah. So what about the, the small organization or the independent meeting planner who does not have a securities department or <laughs> you know, big corporate policy? I mean, what yeah. are the, the basics, like what are the basics that they can do? Um, partner with somebody. I mean, it's, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, local resources for the venue, you know, right. partner with them and get support. I mean, I would say most places that you're going to hold, I mean, even if it's a hotel, this, typically you're right. going to have a security director, if not right. in that property, in, in the cluster in that particular yes. area. Like in Dominican Republic, I was at a hotel and they had three hotels in the city, but you know, one security director. But right. they're going to work with you. They're going to be proactive. They have relationships with the local police and you know right. EMS services, and and, and so bring them to your bring them onto your team. Right. Yeah. Talk to your suppliers. See what's in place. What right. the concerns are. How to address the. Concerns. And we walked the perimeter of the facility. There was a, a international conference on some kind of insurance. Tra I guess it was travel insurance, maybe. And, uh, you know, we walked the perimeter with the security director and pointed out three or four things that were concerning. Right. And, um, you know, he resolved that and bingity-bang, you know, right. very responsive. So, again, reach out, partner first, obviously, with the venue because that's right. part of the service. If and they can communicate with obviously with the travelers, with the attendees right. on you know mm -hmm. things like emergency procedures, and I think that's also critical. Just having an emergency procedure, mm -hmm. even if it's relatively basic. So we're trying to get meeting professionals to be more attentive to at least some type of systematic opt-in process to get the communications channel open to their attendees, i.e. cell phone, mobile okay, numbers. Right. I noticed in this conference, it's kind of buried in my profile on the, on the conference app. Uh -huh. And I would argue that should have been, when I registered for the app, it should have presented a screen that says, would you, do you want, would you put your cell phone in, because I already load the app, right. but I have to give them my cell phone number, to opt in to emergency communication. And so anyway, so those are things that, Good. you know, we want Cvent and others to step up, right. you know, that are putting out these apps and and getting them to be more proactive about emergency right. comms. You know. Very mm. Good. Good. Well, thank you so much yeah. for the advice and the insight. I appreciate it, as mm. always. Now you get to cut it safe. down. Yeah. Safe travels. <laughs> safe meetings. <laughs> Great. Eventful, the podcast for meeting professionals. Be sure to rate and review us and subscribe. Check back for new episodes soon.